Good morning, my listeners from across the whole world. And good morning, sons and daughters of the House of Prayer Ministry. I'm speaking to you from the office of the Bishop House of Prayer Ministry on this Tuesday morning, the eighth day of December 2020. I know the Christmas atmosphere is already smelling, ringing in the air. And let me say in the name of Jesus that we will all celebrate it in joy. It will not be misery for us. It will be joy in the mighty name of Jesus. So today, I intend to finalize our series of teaching on demonology. I intend to wrap it up today by all means. The more I want to wrap it up, the more something else comes up, but I've decided I will wrap it up for now. So today we're going to be talking about how to cast out demons. How to cast out demons. Let me preface or start by saying that every Christian who is born again has the authority to cast out demons. There are many people moving around, roaming around who look to normal, but they are possessed by demons. So I want you to know as a child of God, it is your mandate. Every Christian, even when you are born again, newly, you don't need to say, oh, I'm not mature yet. You have the authority in the name of Jesus. As long as you believe and trust in that name, you cast out demons in the name of Jesus. How do I know? Let's turn the book of Mark chapter 16. And this is important. Mark 16, reading from verse 16, 17 and 18. The very first thing I want to point out is that verse 16, I believe, tells us that those who believe shall be saved. So after salvation, note that the next verse, verse 17, starts at, by telling us that those who have who believed and are saved, it says, in my name, they will cast out demons. After that, they will speak in tongues. So casting out demons actually is the first one. After you are saved, it's the first activity that is mentioned as what you will do. Isn't that significant? When people born, get born again, the next thing we want them to do is to start to speak in tongues and so on and so forth. The people are so afraid of casting out demons, yet they are boldly laying hands on the sick, wanting the sick to recover. They are bold in saying that I can stand on that scripture that says I will drink deadly things that do not hurt me. But are you aware that all those ones come after the mandate to cast out demons? And I don't think it's an accident that it is arranged in that order. When you read Mark 16, from verse 16, 17 and 18, you will see that after you are born again, that you are saved. The first thing that we are commanded to do is to cast out demons. Interesting, isn't it? And after casting out demons, he now tells you, speak in tongues. <laughs> and after speaking in tongues, he now tells you that if you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. And after telling you that if you drink any deadly things, you not touch you. He said if you if you rate, you will touch serpents, touch serpents with your hands, and they will not bite you. And then finally, it says you will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. I don't think this the chronological arrangement is an accident. I think in a way it tells us that every one of us should know that once you are born again, you can cast out demons. So it's not just a job for pastors or those who have been Christian for years. Wow. Now, the next thing I want to say before we go to the nitty gritty of what to do is that, of course, you need to know 
how to recognize that someone is demon possessed. You don't just go on the street to anybody because they look tired or they look funny and say, I want to cast out demon or you're in church and someone is sleepy or tired or has gone through a rough day and you start to tell the person you have a demon, I want to cast it out. You'll be looking stupid. <laughs> so you need to be able to at least to know. I want to, to stress that the Holy Spirit reveals. If you are spirit faced you can tell that something is not right. When you are around somebody or if you're a man of God and they're standing in front of you or talking to you, you can feel it. The spirit convicts you to say, there is a contrary spirit. There is a terrible, serious issue. They could be telling you that they're having a headache. They could be telling you about the marital problem. They could be telling you about their job challenges or they're losing their job. And somehow the spirit will tell you, no, this is demonic. Sometimes people will come and they'll be telling you simple things about what they're going through. You know, uh, I don't know what is going on with me. I always feel angry when I meet this person. Or uh, I'm always having this headache or this stomach pain. Or I'm always afraid, you know, when something like this happens. And the spirit just tells you there's a demon troubling them. So you need to be sensitive to the spirit. But apart from that also, the ways you can know is classically demonstrated by the story of the demoniac, the madman of Gadara. We are told about certain things that happened to this man. Those are indicative of the characteristics of a demon-possessed person. They said he was living in the tombs. That's you, you, people want to, they don't want to mix with people. They want to, 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 to live in strange places. They want to isolate themselves. They are weird. We are told that he will be cutting himself. You know, people who are demon-possessed are self-destructive. They do things that you look at them and wonder, why are you trying to kill yourself? Why are you trying to destroy yourself? People who are demon-possessed, you know, they, they can be aggressive for no reason. This man was aggressive, and they said he was bound with chains, and he will break the chain. He will be screaming and crying the whole night. Those are signs of uncoordinated, ununderstandable aggression, separation and isolation, violent attitude and violent behaviors you know so these are all things you can see it could be in different dimension it may not be gross it may not be serious but you can see traces of this and that can indicate that this person is demon possessed and of course the other way you can know if you're especially if you're a minister who ministers constantly you can always tell because Spirits which are contrary will always repel each other. When someone stands next to you for prayer or wants ministration and they're standing in front of you, you can tell. Many times they'll start to react. All of a sudden, somebody stands in front of you, is talking to you, and their, their face changes. They, be, they start to frown. They start to get angry. Or you see their face suddenly turn red. And their face starts, starts to be squeezed. Or they start to be uncomfortable. Or they become violent or their voice, the pitch and the tone of their voice changes. Or all of a sudden, they can't look at you. And, you know, they act strange. All of those strange actions and characters that signify being uncomfortable, being irritable, or being afraid when they're in the presence of you, those are all signs that they are demon-possessed. That is if you know that you have the Spirit of God, because it shows the conflict of spirit. It shows that the conflict, the spirit which is in that person is not comfortable with the spirit which is in you. Remember, light and darkness, they don't mix. They don't go together. Now, having said that, so how exactly, what do you do to cast out demons? Two things. Number one, there is a mind that must be in you. 
Didn't the Bible tell us that have this mind in you, which is also in Christ Jesus? You must have the mind of Christ. And what do I mean to simplify it as? Number one, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 again. You must know that there is a greater one in you, such that you are not afraid. Because demons can sense your fear. And if they see that you are afraid, you are not confident, they will not come out. Let me say that again. If they see that you are afraid, you are not confident, they will not come out. So you must be conscious and be confident of the fact that greater is he that is in you and you have the authority and the mandate to do what you are about to do. If you are chicken livered and you are half-hearted and you are not sure, they're not going to respond to you. And of course, very importantly, Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 Colossians chapter 2, verse 15 tells us that Jesus Christ spoiled. In other words, he defeated, he made a mess. He made a mess. He paralyzed principalities and power. Jesus Christ, he said, first of all, in verse 14, he says, he wiped out the ordinances and had writing written against us. And then he went and he spoiled principalities and power and made a public show of them. So in other words, what you are doing, Christ already did it. So it's not just, it's not only, it's not you doing it, it's Christ. It's already done. You are just going through the motion of what Christ has already done. It says Christ has spoiled them. He has defeated them. He has made a public show of them. You are just enforcing or showing or rehearsing or repeating what our Lord Jesus Christ has done. So it's not about you. Have that confidence. Have that confidence. And also, when you cast out demons, there is also what you must understand. Demons are like dogs, like stubborn dogs. They need to be commanded. They need to be commanded. I like a scripture in Proverbs. I forgot exactly where it is now, which says that, you know, uh, the rich, they speak with command, but the poor speak with entreaties. So when you are rich in the spirit and you know who you are, you speak with command. You command demons. You don't beg them. You don't appeal to them. You command them. You must. It doesn't mean you have to scream and your voice would, you lose your voice. No. Commanding is something that comes from the spirit. There's that authoritative commanding spirit. And of course, it translates to your voice most of the time. So you don't beg demons. You don't appeal to them. You don't negotiate with them. You command them because the rich speak with command while the poor speak with entreaties. And you are rich in Christ. So identify who is demon-possessed, know that it is an assignment given to you once you are a believer and you are born again, and know that Christ has given you the power and the authority, and you are only carrying out what your Lord has done aforehand. And do it with command, do it with fearlessness, and they will bow. Hallelujah. Today I say to you, no shame, no sorrow. And in the name that is above every name, you will not be covidized, even as you go about casting demons casting demons and i want to hear testimonies of people casting out demons you don't need to be a pastor to do that when you see the signs and you see the problems just rebuke that wicked spirit cast him out tell it to get out and it will and you'll be excited god bless you as we talk again tomorrow bye